On this episode of Tap Out Talk, it's news and rumors time. Let's get in. WrestleMania 38 is now a title unification match between Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. What does that even mean? Will the champion carry around both belts after WrestleMania, Becky two belt style? Will the brand split finally end and we get one world champion? Finally! Or is this just all a big setup for The Rock to come back and just another gimmick employ like WrestleMania 28 with The Miz and John Cena? Is it all extra buzz? I want you guys to think about that tonight as we go through episode 24 when titles get canceled here on Tap Out Talk. Welcome everybody, I am your host, Brian the Hype Ballard. What I want to do for you guys is I want you guys to think of those questions that I posed in the opening segment with this title looming about at WrestleMania 38 and Brock and Roman. I'm hoping we see a final true one world's champion, but I don't know if that's what I'm going to get. Or you, the fans, are going to get. I don't know if that's what we're going to see, guys. What I want to do right now, I want to give you my revisionist board of how these titles should be across all the brands and all the titles. I want to give you guys, if we were to unify everything, what these titles should look like and they should make sense. I'm tired of titles looking like... For example, the Universal title looks like it was brought to you by Mattel. I usually joke and call it the Doritos Championship. I'm tired of these copy and paste world titles. I miss the days of when titles meant something. So here's what I want to see. I'm not going to be talking about the 24-7 title. That title is a gimmick title. And it flat out in my revisionist history here would leave. I'm going to go through... And I'm going to give you guys right now different concepts for each title and how the WWE should handle them after Mania. So let's start. I want to get right in with the WWE Championship designs for the women's world titles. So what we're looking at right now is we have much of the problem of the whole two brands. We have two titles. If you guys look at these titles, the women's Raw And the women's SmackDown title. And they look exactly the same. And the fact that you deem them Raw and SmackDown only titles. Even though it doesn't matter and they just cross shows all the time. You tell them that. You tell the world that these women titles are not on the same level as the men's titles. The men's get universe. They get world. In their championship title names. And the women get Raw and SmackDown. A single show that will barely even sell out sometimes it's got to go so my redesign image i would still have 
two women's titles and not what you think there would be a women's WWE world champion and it would look a little something like this I like the all white design primarily made of gold and diamonds much like the current design of the WWE women's championships get rid of the red and blue now in my new history vision I would like to almost see this title maybe have a hint of just gray instead of white. All the main championships in my new title hunt should look and they should feel like the main titles get black and gold with some, you know, black straps and gold and diamonds on the main title. Those are your main world titles. And then your secondary title should have white and silver. Okay, so you have gold for that higher tier and all the secondary titles in my vision would have silver and white combinations possibly. Okay. We then have the tag title situation I'll get into, but that's going to be primarily a mix of black, silver, and gold to signify that it is its own brand. So this right here is the women's world title. So I would say the women will also have a secondary title under my vision. I want to also give you guys any world champion, which is the women's or men's. And if there is the only world champion, they can travel across all the brands because there is no brand in this sense. Okay. You can still have brands, but you have world champions that travel. It keeps competition fresh. The secondary title for the women is the WWE devious championship. The divas championship has a great history. It was not marketed in the best way, right? And I know the WWE and the PG era wants to get rid and as far from this as possible. But I would say if you have a primarily female singles competitor roster, you could put them on SmackDown. My other thought is then you could put the females tag team championships on Raw. That way you're spreading male and female talent. I would say this Divas Championship Think of it as the female intercontinental title or the female United States championship. Okay. It is the second tier title. I would like to change the strap to white, but other than that, I'd like to keep this design. Okay. I feel like it would have a history, but it's not as sweet as being the women's world champion, which I just showed you on the last uh, view. So that's the women's titles. You would have your world title and your divas title. One and two. World title travels across all the brands. Let's go into the WWE Championship designs for the tag team titles. This is made very simple. You have the women's tag team championships. I would keep them exactly how they are. Gold, silver, and then you could do a white or black strap. I almost want the women to be white strapped and the guys to be black strapped. The tag titles will actually be on one brand. Okay, or you could make them cross brands since they are the main title. Up to you. For the men, I want a title redesign and I want the WWE to get back to its roots. And that's with this title right here. It is the tag team titles, the world championship, primarily gold with some silver, black strap. 
These titles have history from the Heart Foundation to the Legion of Doom and a great lineage of the Brain Busters, aka the Four Horsemen. There's a lot of guys that have held these titles. So, that would be my tag team title championship redesign. And again, champions can travel. Let's go to the second tier titles before we get to the main world title. The WWE Championship design for the Intercontinental title. This one's a little trickier because they just redid the title and I don't think it would be smart to go with a whole title rebrand altogether. They literally just got it to where it was and it's not terrible looking. We all like the classic Intercontinental title from the 80s. The one that Cody Rhodes actually was responsible for bringing back. It is one of my favorites, and it's got such a long history. Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, the list goes on. Remember that ladder match at WrestleMania 10 with Razor Ramon and Shawn Michaels? Icy title? Just saying. So now, the problem is, is I want these second titles to kind of have more of a white-black uh, instead of a black background, a white background, to distinguish themselves differently. So I give you this concept. A white strap with the new intercontinental title design, except for we put some color in the worlds, on the, on the medals. I think this one title could go on Monday Night Raw, and it has a nice long history, and that is your feature title on Raw. It does not travel to SmackDown. With this new design, it is your weekly TV title that is sought after. It's featured. It's treated like the number one contendership or a reason to be recognized of how you carry yourself as a champion. Let's go on to the United States title. So our championship design for the United States title, again, just had another rebranded event with this one. I like the design. I like the eagle. I like the good old red, white, and blue. It says United States. This title, again, it would be hard to rebrand so soon. Much like the Intercontinental title, this title, I like the previous version as well. It's very, very synonymous with the John Cena's and those kind of guys that helped make this title, even though he had the spinner. I like the red, white, blue. I like the Statue of Liberty. I like the Eagles. It's a good belt. This would be your feature title. Here is my proposal. You take the new title design, you spruce it up a bit like shown here, and you give it a white leather strap. It is now the equal to the Intercontinental Championship that's being competed for on Monday Night Raw every week. But this title is competed on SmackDown because it has the most history on that brand. So now every week when you watch Raw and you watch SmackDown, these will be the coveted titles. You will defend them. You will fight with them. You will show up wearing them. No more are the days of not going to WrestleMania and not knowing who the Intercontinental Champion even is. As of this date, you guys, some of you guys will know who the Intercontinental Champion is and some of you guys won't because the WWE does not feature that. Could you guys tell me right now who the United States Champion is? It switches. It changes so much more than people change their socks. Okay? So, 
this title is the United States title exclusive to SmackDown and you start marketing that. And right now is a great time to market the United States. So now we run into the big problem for our WWE Championship design, the men's world titles. Here's where we got ourselves into a bit of a mess. We had a couple great titles. We got a great title from WCW during the acquisition with the big, big gold title. We've gotten the lineage of the WWE Championship and these things were merged and then they were separated. And I didn't mind them when they were separated at the time. But then we merged them in the WWE and we decided to create the Universal title. So the WWE title and the Universal title this universal title, bright red, gold, diamonds, I, I don't know what it is. It looks like it was uh, the Doritos Championship, as I always call it. Everybody hates on this new design. Um, the black one's not bad for the WWE title. I feel, you know, I wish they would have incorporated the winged eagle a little bit into it. I'm not saying it has to take over, but if they could get it in there, that would give you a WWE vibe. Okay, for old fans and new. The problem is, is WWE's got this two brand and two titles, and the truth is, nobody knows which champion to care about. We do not know as fans which title to really root for. Most of us go after the WWE title because it's the only thing that grips to our childhood and our history. What memorable times do you have with the Universal title? And the WWE's going to tell you the reason they created the Universal title, I'll give you a clue on that. They did it because it's the WWE Universe. And it's the fans' title. We'll give them what the fans want and get rid of the title. So guys, what I'm going to give you right now, there are some concept designs before this title brand reset that popped up a few years ago that you guys might not be aware. These were concept designs. When they created the title and this logo title, they came up with and you'd be surprised at some of these designs that you guys maybe we could have ended up with today I'm not saying they're the best I'm not saying they're the worst but let's look at them so first up we have you can kind of see where the inspiration came from this was a lot like the universal title with a little bit of a more global appearance wrapped around the world reminded me a little bit of the 90s style title with the WWE logo okay I'll let you guys decide which ones you like. The next concept art was a more of a universal title look with some flames going down the side. Don't know what they were going for there. I know they wanted to get like the shield. I think the shield on the front of this design was meant to be like the NFL shield. You know what I'm talking about? The NFL logo for the National Football League. I feel like they were going for that type of a feel that corporate WWE wanted an NFL shield type logo because WrestleMania is meant to be their Super Bowl and they want to be as big as the National Football League. They even tried to start a league of themselves called the XFL. Remember that? Twice. This next design, definitely a work in progress. It did not get very far. It was Chains. It was the logo wrapped in chains. 
I don't know if this was going to be used for a hardcore design. That might have been pretty cool. I kind of like that idea a little bit. If done right, maybe a specialty title. But again, I don't, I'm trying to get rid of less titles. We have this one, which again, it looks like it inspires a little bit. It's very blocky, but you could tell they were trying to put some rubies. Kind of the old world title mixed in with some diamonds and the logo. They're definitely going for logo eccentric. There's a reason the WWE gives these titles out to championship basketball and football teams. They want their brand everywhere and be recognized as a championship brand. That's probably why we won't get much of a title change anymore. And finally, my favorite of the concept arts that got released. I would have voted for this winged eagle throwback championship style. I like the WWE logo. I like the wings of the Eagle spread out. It shows they care about the history of this product and the brand. And I like the wings and the feathers being the black leather on the belt. This would have been the one I would have pushed and voted for. And I think the fans would have jumped right in. Have a gold-plated Eagle. Have some gold-plated studs in the feathers. You put some diamonds in the WWE logo. I think this would have been a sweet title, you guys. Remember, these are art designs, but I think they could have made something cool out of this. Been hard to replicate, too. The reality is, we need one world title. The WWE has went on for too long with this brand split. And at WrestleMania 38, we need a world's champion to clearly come out with both titles. I don't want to see a Becky two belt situation. I believe Roman Reigns will be the head of all this. He will be the guy that beats Brock Lesnar. Both of these men have beaten The Undertaker, who's Hall of Fame retiring. They beat him at WrestleMania. Both of these men are the only two men to ever do it. And I think Roman finally goes over Brock and inherits all of that. We need a world title. I love the old big gold. It represents when wrestling was respectful. One territory to unite them all. This was one of the best titles that we've ever seen in the history of the sport. We need a unification. We need to know who the champion is. And we got to get rid of this confusion of who and what champion to really cheer for. Guys, just really quick before we get into some other things. Like, share, subscribe. This really helps me out in my channel. There's been so many of you that I appreciate so much, and I want to say thank you. Um, interact with me on Twitter. I'm loving my community over there. I'm starting to really fall in with a lot of you guys. Um, I give you my shout-out list the other day, my first ever, but I just can't thank all of you enough. You're a bunch of amazing people. I'm glad to have you in my life. Let's get into a little bit of news and rumors. You guys want to talk about some news? A little bit of rumors? Yeah, we'll take it home with this stuff. All right, so let's talk about Ricochet. The WWE roster is full of amazing potential, and many fans consider Ricochet as a man who hasn't received his proper spotlight. That time on the back burner could come to an end, but soon. But the longevity is the name of the game in this wrestling business. A tenured member of the WWE creative team 
actually has confirmed that Ricochet is about to have a really good week, about a week ago. As you guys know, he won the Intercontinental title on this last Friday's edition of SmackDown from Sami Zayn. It's a good spot to be on the road to WrestleMania, and it's the first time he's ever been able to actually hold a title going into such an extravaganza. We've been down this road before, but let's see if it lasts. Ricochet is often spoken about with the fan base as a man who Tony Khan would push to the moon, and yet Vince McMahon keeps him in catering. We'll have to see if it, what's next for him. But the one and only has the support backstage. He's well-liked. And sadly, the only real support that matters is going to be a Vince McMahon's. Put him in a mask and call him Prince Puma. Yeah, I think you guys heard Vince McMahon say that on one of my parody videos. Well, if you guys ever watched Lucha Underground, Prince Puma was one of their first inaugural champion. And that was none other than Ricochet. You want some real potential of this young up-and-comer. Go back and watch some of his matches with Johnny Nitro in Lucha Underground. Ricochet has a main event quality. And even in the WWE, I feel he could be a perennial player. I feel the Intercontinental title is the perfect fit for him right now. And I would give him a nice long run and put him on TV weekly and feature him and get fans to applaud. Let's see if he can give us a reason to watch. We got an All Elite Adventure. That's right. The All Elite Adventures are happening. Ring of Honor is All Elite, as you guys already know. Yes, that's right. AEW President and CEO Tony Khan revealed that he has bought the Baltimore-based wrestling promotion, and it's a new era in AEW. Tony Khan mentioned this on Wednesday Night Dynamite of last week, heading into Revolution this weekend. Um, there was a lot of talk about this Ring of Honor merger, um, but I want to make it clear, Tony Khan has bought Ring of Honor, not AEW. So, these are two different companies, and I think that's smart. What's nice about this acquisition is... We now have access to the three years of AEW content. And then we also will now get the almost 20-year content of Ring of Honor and its talent and its video library. I think this is going to be great. I think we could actually have a brand split if you really wanted to have that. The Ring of Honor title has history. It has a great history. Guys like Daniel Bryan, CM Punk, Samoa Joe, among others. It brings a lot of familiarity for those guys who are currently in AEW. I would like to see them make the most of this. Here's another thing. Both of these companies have a rich history of working with New Japan. You guys remember the All Out pay-per-view that was years ago? Okay, That pay-per-view that helped start and jumpstart AEW was a Ring of Honor put on event. That proved that AEW would be able to be launched. Okay. That is now part of that library. And I love that show. If you guys go here on YouTube. Maybe I'll link it for us. Um, you can watch the whole event free. I'll link it for you guys. Alright. So. It's a great show. Um, I think all of this is going to eventually lead. To a streaming partnership. And that is going to be none other than HBO Max. Okay. 
Um, Vince has got Peacock locked down pretty good. He's got a lot locked down. HBO Max needs content, and they like their sporting events, don't they? Remember HBO sporting events? I could see a return to it. HBO could use a sports section. And we've already tested this with Roads to the Top, the reality show, first season, already on HBO. I may do a review in the future, but it's pretty good. Um, so I see HBO Max being that ultimate streaming partner, and I am totally on board. I don't know what they'll do with the pay-per-view structure. I personally like I like going the pay-per-view structure with the movie theaters with my friends for AEW. I enjoy it. It's just fun. I wouldn't do it for WWE. Speaking of which, AEW Revolution is this weekend. Did you guys know that? What are you most excited about? I'm very excited at the CM Punk MJF dog collar match. It's going to get bloody. It's going to get great. It's the payoff match. And MJF is going in 2-0 against Punk. He might go 3-0. Tony Khan has mentioned that a lot of stories are going to begin at Revolution. I think we're in for a night of packed action as usual. And I think we're going to get a lot of cool stories going towards the future. Don't sit on Daniel Bryan and John Moxley. I think that match is going to be a crazy one too. What are you guys excited for? So, are we going to get any debuts? Tony usually likes to give some kind of debut to these things. Jeff Hardy's under contract until March 9th. So he's probably not going to be able to make it. Maybe we get Brother Matt hinting. Claudio Casanoli. You guys might know him as Cesaro. Yeah, he's a complete free agent. He could show up anywhere, anytime. What kind of role would he be good at? I could see him coming in maybe as a protector to somebody. Maybe he comes in as MJF's new muscle. Maybe he comes in to work with Sean Spears in a tag team situation. It could happen. We know Wardlow is about to get kicked out, so maybe Cesaro is the one that tosses him from the ring. That'd be a great first feud. Think about it. Guys, Bray Wyatt, Wyndham Rotunda is always out there. I'll give you my guys' thoughts on this, but I feel like he could be the rebranding of the Dark Order. Something I kind of joined over the weekend. I'll talk to you guys about that. But AEW Revolution this Sunday, I will have coverage after the show. I'll be tired, but I'll have coverage. And finally, in the final story of the night, all roads, we talked about the road to revolution. Well, all roads lead to... What do they lead to? All the Cody roads. Okay. Cody Rhodes and Brandy made announcements a while ago, a few weeks ago, and they shook the wrestling world when he let his contract simply expire and leave. Nobody knows what's going on. I let the dust settle. I waited. And I said, there's a lot of rumors about Cody in the WWE. On again, off again. I got news right now to tell you there are some major reports coming out that Cody's name is still on some internal paperwork for the WWE WrestleMania show. I don't know what that means. Is he a part of that build? Is he going to be welcomed back into the fold his way? Or is Cody going to be the 
Ring of Honor guy. He left Tony Khan and said, AEW is yours, enjoy. Maybe he's going to go run Ring of Honor on his own on behalf of Tony and give you know, AEW to Tony and the Bucks and Omega. Here's my thought overall, and I posted this on Twitter, and I'm just going to read it to you guys. This is what I said. The Rhodes family has a long lineage in professional wrestling. Cheers to their family and its future. I want to say thank you to Cody and Brandy for helping launch AEW and keeping the heart of wrestling alive. That was my message to Cody and Brandy. Cody's sister, Teal, loved it. She actually liked it on Twitter. Um, I like Teal. Teal loves her family. She's very proud of the Rhodes tradition, as anybody should be that's in that group. It is wrestling royalty. There's a few names that you guys think of. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool that Teal showed support to me, Cody's sister, you know, to that tweet, because I respect her family. Cody and his wife, Brandy, of course, they parted ways, right? Um, and then, of course, Tony Khan, you know, had to kind of keep things quiet. And nobody's really saying anything. But Wednesday, March 2nd, he said he did try to retain Rose, but it just didn't work out. And unfortunately, the two sides couldn't agree to a new deal, and it became apparent that Rhodes was leaving. That's all we know, guys. I can't shake it that it's possibly a work. But either way, this is great for business. It's best for business. You know why? Because as wrestling fans, it's given us something that we have not been able to figure out, and I love it. I miss pro wrestling when we don't know what's happening, when we... I love being swerved. I love being surprised. I love the fact that nobody, they think they know, but they don't. Nobody knows if Cody is going to the WWE. Nobody knows if he's going to Ring of Honor. He might retire and just be a dad for a while. Watch Roads to the Top Season 1. I'll do that in a recap. There's a big, big pressure with that. He's considering just doing that. Okay? I love it. I still, my, my gut tells me he's AEW. It didn't end bad with him and Tony. But nobody's saying nothing. Nobody knows nothing. And what's great is it's best for business with the fans, no matter what it is. Thank you, Cody, for keeping the heart of wrestling alive. And thank you to the Rhodes family for doing it old school. Guys, I appreciated this episode. Trying some new stuff here on the channel. Like, share, subscribe. Thank you so much. It's not goodbye around here. It's game over.